May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. One of the main reasons that we have adopted the custom of giving and receiving gifts at Christmas is to remind ourselves of the gifts given to Jesus by the Magi. The perfect gift is one that has been carefully thought about. It's the outward manifestation of showing that you care enough about someone to really consider what they will appreciate. In C.S. Lewis's book, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, Father Christmas appears in Narnia as the witch's spell begins to break. I've come at last, he announces. She has kept me out for a long time, but I have got in at last. Father Christmas brings gifts for Peter, Susan and Lucy, and he's quite clear to the children that these are tools, not toys. He gives Peter a shield and a sword. Susan is given a bow, a quiver full of arrows and a little ivory horn. And Lucy is given a glass bottle of restorative medicine and a dagger. These are given with a purpose and with understanding of what Peter, Susan and Lucy are going to need during the battle to come. They show that Father Christmas recognises who the children are and the role they have to play. Father Christmas tells Susan and Lucy that neither of them will take part in the battle. Why, sir? asks Lucy. I think I could be brave enough. Perhaps it's no surprise that this question comes from Lucy, who demonstrates the most faith among the four children throughout Lewis's story. Faith is about being brave, about trusting without knowing. In today's reading, the Magi trusted the stars without knowing exactly where they were going and where they would find the new king of the Jews. It was by faith alone that they set out on a journey to look for Jesus. They stopped along the way to ask for guidance. Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. Through the journey, their worship and the gifts they brought, the Magi revealed the significance of Jesus. The word epiphany comes from a Greek verb meaning to reveal. We often hear the phrase, don't we? I had an epiphany moment when someone has puzzled over something and then suddenly understands what it is that they need to do. So what do the gifts brought by the Magi reveal about Jesus? They brought gold 
to acknowledge that Jesus was a king. There would have been more practical uses for the gold too, with Joseph being warned in a dream, immediately following today's gospel reading, to flee with Mary and Jesus into Egypt. They also brought sweet-smelling frankincense, which signifies Jesus' divinity. And finally, they gave Jesus the gift of myrrh, pointing to Jesus' humanity. Mixed with oil, myrrh was used to anoint dead bodies. And mixed with wine, it was used as a pain-killing drug. And sometimes it was given to those being crucified. Gold, frankincense and myrrh. These gifts are symbolic, but also practical and generous. Gifts given by the Magi to show their devotion to and their appreciation of the new King of the Jews. So what do gifts say about the giver, the receiver, and their relationship? At least part of the purpose of gift giving is to bring joy to both the giver and the receiver, to promote goodwill, and to make for a closer relationship. In the run-up to Christmas, I regularly find myself in present choosing situations. I'll call into different charitable organisations in the community and find them in the middle of making up Christmas parcels for a diverse range of vulnerable people. And I often get roped into help. <clears throat> and it's an experience that really does make you think about the importance of matching the present to the recipient. When presents are donated for families on low income, it's quite important not to overload them with things that will have ongoing costs, such as batteries for toys. Otherwise, you simply end up with disappointed children. Most of us probably wouldn't appreciate a packet of wet wipes as a present. But if you're a homeless person with no roof over your head, let alone a bathroom, a packet of wet wipes and some deodorant among the chocolates and other goodies are more welcome than jewellery. And one woman once said to me, there's no point in me trying to look nice when I know jolly well I stink because I've got nowhere to have a shower. Jesus himself is as perfect and generous a gift as there can be. We find out more about God's gift of Christ in John's Gospel, where we read that God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. Jesus is a gift that keeps on giving. St Paul in his letters talks about the boundless riches of Christ. 
when any of us receives a gift, we have a responsibility to accept it appropriately, just as Peter does in The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. C.S. Lewis tells us that Peter was silent and solemn as he received these gifts. If you remember, his gifts were the sword and the shield, for he felt that they were a very serious kind of present. We all know too that when we uh, receive a gift, it's good manners to say thank you and treat it with the respect it deserves. So here's a few questions to take away and ponder over as we make our own journey through Epiphany Tide. <clears throat> How will we, the recipients, receive Jesus, the giver of gifts, into our lives and express our thanks to God for his most perfect gift? Do we need to look again more carefully at the personal gifts that God has given to each and every one of us? Do we really believe that he's given us one? Do we really appreciate that our gift was carefully chosen by God for our personal use? Have we properly unwrapped it, taken it out of the packaging, held it? Or have we just taken a quick peek and put it away, not quite sure what to do with it, or not quite sure if we want anything to do with it? Is our problem a lack of confidence? Do we believe in our own self-worth? Do we think that God couldn't possibly give us such a precious gift? He couldn't possibly trust us with it, could he? Well, be assured that he most certainly does. After all, he made us in his image. He never leaves our side. He forgives our mistakes. So what possible reason could we have not to accept with grace and gratitude his gift to us. And that is the most precious gift that you could give back to him. So do remember to unwrap it carefully and properly. Use it well and remember to thank him for it. Enjoy your gift. Amen.